Hello and welcome back to God in Therapy with your favorite therapist, Tara Body, and my wonderful co-host, Jason Body. Hey, hey, thanks. Thanks for coming back. You ain't Absolutely. You, you ain't left me yet. That's what's up. <laughs> you still coming on strong, sweetheart. Uh-huh. And I appreciate all of the male input that you give us to these conversations. It's really, really great. Thank you so much. Um, and tonight we want to kind of do a part two. We wasn't going to do that, but then we realized that was a deep conversation last yeah. week. Um, the dangers of a sexless marriage. And there's just still some things that we felt like we needed to unpack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause there's a lot that went into that. So, all right. So let us open up in prayer and dive in heavenly father. Thank you so much for tonight. We ask that the information that you have given us that the audience that we're in front of Lord will receive it Lord and apply it in their lives. And we thank you so much for the work you're doing in family and marriages in Jesus Christ's name. We pray. Amen. Amen. So last time, you know, we were talking about some basic stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Some basic reasons of why people are saying they are not having sex with their spouse anymore. Some of it was being out of shape. Some of it is their spouse not being romantic. Right. Um, Just some basic things, not meeting their love language anymore, not adjusting to the newness of the love languages. But today I want to talk about another deeper reason why I'm hearing... um, from some of the men and maybe you can give me some insight of why the men are not pursuing their wives as much. And what I'm hearing from some of the men is that they're not attracted anymore because of the lack of respect. Hmm. They're not attracted because of the way their wives are talking to them, mm-hmm. speaking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes them lose that attraction when they're coming in the house and they're being nagged or the wives are constantly complaining about things they're not doing or what they're not or who they're not and what money they're making. And a lot of the men are starting to tune their wives out. So sex and romance is nowhere on the table for them. Right, right. So, you know, and and not to make light of it, um, but men, we're we're, we're simple creatures, you know, um, don't require much um, for the most part, but you know, and, and they're different there are different avenues I can kind of go down about this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would touch on is, you know, first of all, a man doesn't, a man wants to feel like a man, right? A man wants to feel like the, the head of his household. Um, and so when I'm coming home from being, you know, at work all day, let's say, and I've, I've had a supervisor or a manager, you know, pretty much on me all day long, when I get home, that is supposed to be my safe place. Right. That is supposed to be my place where I can be able to, you know, kick up my feet, relax, and receive and give, you know, that intimacy to my spouse. And also, I would like to receive it from my spouse. But if I'm leaving a job where I'm hearing this nagging already all day long, depending right. on what your occupation is, and I get home and I'm hearing the same thing, mm. the response is, I, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't, right. you know, I checked out. Just, I'm, I'm checked out. Exactly. So that is that's one avenue, and we can circle back to it in just a second. But the other point I want to get across is it's a little bit deeper because even if you look at childhood, how they were raised, right? You know, a lot of a lot of 
people, I'm not going to say just men, but a lot of people were raised in a single parent household mm -hmm. and where the, the mother was the dominant figure in that household. Okay. So, you know, people make jokes, be like, you know, yeah, you, 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 you marry your mother or whatever and stuff like that. Um, but that's really not the truth. No, you don't. You because nobody want wants that. to, nobody <laughs> wants to marry their mother. You know, now the values that she may have, things like that. Absolutely. But you don't want to marry a parent. You don't mm -hmm. want to marry somebody who's going to sit up here and treat you like a child. Right. So that's the second part of that is, you know, as I'm coming home and I am being um, felt like I am a child and I'm being put in my place and my spouse is not my spouse, but my parent. Right. Now I have a whole nother, you know, wall that I'm going to put up and be like, yeah, I'm checked out. Right. And you have some women who will make those jokes and say, I feel like I'm raising my husband too. he another child in oh the house. God. Okay, even if you feel that, he should not feel that. Right. Like, because he's not your child. Yep. Um, he is your husband, and so you cannot come to him like you would a child. Mm -hmm. You know, your children, you may say, okay, clean that up, and I thought I told you to do this, and why you didn't do this. You cannot come to a husband like that. Right. Um, because home is your kingdom. Mm-hmm. Home is where you feel like a leader or should feel like a leader as the head of the household. Right. Because remember, we're talking to Christians. Right. <laughs> and the word of God says the man is the head of the household, is the head of the wife. So for Christians, our husbands should feel leadership when he walks in the door. So I cannot meet him with disrespect. I cannot meet you with um, why you didn't do this. Why do you do that? Now, can I hold you accountable to some things that I need you to do? Can I co Absolutely. hold you accountable to the partnership we have in our marriage and some expectations? Yes. But how I say it. And I and I remember that being a major thing in our marriage in the beginning. You used to tell me it's not what you said, Tara. It's how you said it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you would even say to me sometimes, who are you talking to? <laughs> and I would look at you and say, I'm talking to you. You know, I didn't even back down. I'm talking to you. And you're like, no, you're not. Not right. like that. Right. And I had to, over time, realize, Tyre, he can't even receive you when you said that. Yeah. You wasted yeah. all of your breath and all of your words because as soon as you start talking to him like a mama, mm -hmm. or coming at him like an authority figure, he checked out anyway because mm -hmm. when people are in defense mode, they can't receive anyway. Right. They can't receive right. instruction. That's why I tell parents, if you really want a child to hear you, don't yell at them mm -hmm. because they're in defense mode. It shuts off the hearing. It shuts off the part of your brain that receives instructions and keeps it in the memory bank. Right. So even if a wife is nagging, yelling, her husband is not receiving it. So he's going to do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah. And she's going to say, didn't you listen? You never listened to me. He wasn't listening because of the way you were talking about it. And he was having to defend himself. Yep. Or just like he did his mother when he was a teenager, zoned you out because you triggered something. Yeah. And, and I've even heard that from wives who have husbands that super critique them. Mm -hmm. They're super instructional. Yeah. Wife, why you didn't clean this? Why you didn't do this? Why are the kids not doing it? And that's a turn off to wives. Yeah. Yep. is a major turnoff. I have wives that say that. They say, I'm not a nagger and I'm not authoritative, but my husband is, and it's annoying. And nobody wants to have sex with a daddy figure either. Right. 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 So a lot of um, people are operating in their marriages like authority figures with their spouse. That's not sexy. Yeah. That's yeah. not sexy at all. Yep. And, and what it starts to create to... Um, you start to become be absent 
right. from the marriage, from the home. A couple of episodes uh, ago, we were talking about boundaries. Right. So if I get off work and I know that when I get home, I'm going to hear this nagging, guess what's going to start happening? You'll come later. I'm not coming home right <laughs> when I get off work. I'm going to call my boys. And here we go with you with our friends. I'm going to call my boys. I'm going to hang out for a little bit. Right. Or I'm going to go you know, to a sports bar. I'm going to watch the game or something like that. You are no longer my priority Mm-mm. that I want to come home to, let alone be intimate with. Right. You know, and so and it works both ways. You know, you you have your females be like, I don't want to come home to that nagging. So guess mm-hmm. what? I'm going to go shopping or I'm going to go hang out with my girls. I'm going to go do something else. Right. Then come home. Right. Some people are stopping by their family members house. They're stopping by yeah. their parents house. Yeah. Because at my parents house, I get words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. They tell me mm-hmm. they're proud of me. They say, I, I love your son and, and mama's hugging on him. So, yes, he's stopping by his mama house, getting something to eat. She's taking care of him. <laughs> and then he coming home to you like, hey, and you're like, why do you need to keep stopping by your mother's house? Right. And he's like, well, you know, I'm checking on my mom. No, it's because mom is giving him affirmation. Mom yeah. is giving him love. And so he needs to fuel that up before he come home and deal with you. No husband or wife should have to get peace somewhere outside of their house. Mm. No. No husband or wife should have to get peace outside of their house. Right. And if you're getting peace outside of your house, then you need to you and the spouse need to figure it out. Y'all y'all need to communicate and, and find out what is the breakdown. Right. You know, um and so like you said Nobody wants to come home and you're barking orders. Um, no one was, and, and you know, let's even throw children in because a lot of times with kids, that breaks up the intimacy a little bit because right. it's a, it's, I don't want to call kids a distraction, but it's another activity, another chore right. that has to be done. The kids have to be taken care of. And so if I'm coming home and you're frustrated because you, you got home first and you're dealing with the kids. And all I want to do is just come home, sit on the sofa and relax. Right. You're like, really? You see right. me, you don't, see me struggling with these kids? Right. These yep. little people that, that do not care about our schedule, that do not care um, about any of us being mm-hmm. tired, and they need to be tend to. And so there is an agreement that needs to be happening between the husband and wife. This is our routine, babe. I know you want to relax and watch the game and get yourself an hour of peace. That's not the season we're in. Yeah. It will be a season because like our children now are older. They're teenagers. We can come home. You know, we can meet sometimes after after we work and go get something to eat, then come home. Right. We can come home and watch a movie because our daughters are cooking. Our daughters are feeding themselves, bathing themselves. So they we don't have to do all that. But I think a lot of people are breaking down in the stages where their children really need everybody to get on board. Yeah. Um, And the husbands have to understand that, that the wife is wanting to be intimate, but she's going to say, hey, babe, it's like five other things we need to do first. Mm -hmm. If you help me, if you get up, if I don't have to keep reminding you of that, we can put these babies down and we can get to it. But to expect her to do those things and then you say, all right, so when you finish with that, let's get on upstairs and get. get, No, (laughs) the answer is no. The answer is how dare you. Right. Believe that I'm going to slave by myself and still meet your need. And then you have Christian men that will throw that scripture out that I just threw out mm-hmm. and say, you're supposed to have sex with me anytime I want to, sir, <laughs> sir. What are we doing? Here? That's not how it works. What are we doing that's, here? That's because not how it works at all. Yeah. You're asking yeah. a woman to robotically just have sex with you based on obligation and not an actual desire, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. an actual want 
right. to be touched by you and affectionate. That's not what you want because now she's resentful. Yeah. Now yeah. she's mad and now it's causing other issues because you should be asking God within yourself as a man of God, God, what am I doing that's turning my wife away? What mm -hmm. can I do to turn her heart back to me mm -hmm. for me to get the respect back? Because if a wife feels unloved, which a lot of wives feel unloved when they feel like their husband is leaving all the work on them. Yeah. And, and that's why marriage is truly a partnership. Right. It's not a dictatorship. Neither, 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 you know, wife or husband should dictate to the other person what you need to do, when you need to do it, how you need to do it. It's a partnership. And so you have to have a, a um, meeting or, um, you know, with the last episode, we talked about balance. You have to have a meeting ground where, you know, you say, okay, I get home. If you're taking care of the kids, bathing the kids, I'll do dinner, right. you know, or I'll get the school clothes or lunch is ready for tomorrow. I'll even run your bath water. So when right. you finish bathing them, all you gotta do is step in the bathroom, get in the bathtub and you can soak and relax and do whatever it's all about that balance. It's all right. about give and take. And so, you know, I think the, the, the failing part with so many marriages, um, people really don't know how to step back and, and serve. Right. They want to be served. Right. And, and, you know, when we talk about partner roles, which is one of those nine partner agreement areas we talked about that we go through with couples through, mm -hmm. um, premarital and marital mm -hmm. couple, counseling one of them is the role yeah. and I think sometimes we have people that grow up especially our men watching their moms do everything mm -hmm. they watch their mm -hmm. moms especially if they grew up in a single parent household they watch their mother go to work and do all the things in the house yeah yeah so there's an expectation when they're married oh my wife can go to work and away, yeah. she could do yeah. all the things in the house my mama did my it mama did it mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. sir your mother didn't want to do it she just didn't have a choice right but when but because your wife has a husband there's no way she's supposed to be dealing with life like your mother mm -hmm. and your mother being tired and overworked because she did not have help if your wife has help that should be a difference in her life she should not be working as hard as your mother she should not be feeling the brunt of everything so we can't look at our wives and say what's, what's wrong with you my mother was able to do it all your mother was barely doing it all and now she's tired now she's having health problems now you know you see it in her body you see it in her strength all those years of caring and all why would you want to break down your wife if you love her? Yeah. Why would you want her to carry all that? Because she's not going to be healthy later on. She's going to be bitter. She's going to be resentful. It's going to break down her body. And she's not going to be the best when it's time for y'all to be, you know, when the kids are grown and it's time to be alone. She's not going to want to be with you because she's right. going to remember you left me out there. You left me out there to work by myself. You left me out there to be tired. You left me out there to be broken down and you didn't care. So husband is thinking kids are out of the house hey it's time for us to be friends she's like you are not my friend yeah and you just said something that's that I, I i just thought about even with him seeing how his mother raised him and all the things that she did mm -hmm. if you have kids in your house what are they doing right what are they looking at what are they starting to form in their brains and mimic saying hey this is what i saw my parents do so this is what I'm gonna do, mm. or this is what I, I think should be done. Right. So if, and I'll take it from a male female perspective. So if I'm a son and I see my dad, you know, sitting around not helping out, not, I'm naturally gonna be like, oh, okay. So that's what a husband's supposed to do. Right, and it's not even intentional to 
not love his wife one day. He's just like, that's what I saw. I didn't, I I saw. didn't see my daddy cooking. I didn't see my daddy doing any laundry. I didn't see my daddy doing any domestic things. He just went to work and came home. But that's unrealistic if the wife is also working. Mm-hmm. And even if she's not working to, and she's raising children during the day, homeschooling, for her to homeschool all day and then there is no, she doesn't get off that job. Right, right, right. <laughs> and cooking at night and laundry at night and still helping kids. And the husband has one job. He goes to work. Mm-hmm. He gets off at five and he's like, I don't have anything to do with go, what, go, what goes on in this house because I'm provider and she's at home all day. No, because yeah. if she was at work and you would have to hire cooks and nannies and people to do, you know, your housework or daycare expenses or after school and before school, she's earned every right to be respected as a person who's working in the home. And so a lot of these women are feeling tired, overworked, and they're mm-hmm. feeling like my partner is not a partner. Right. He's my husband, but he is not my friend. Right. He's he's he doesn't care about my needs. He doesn't care about my health mentally, physically. Mm. Um, how can you not care about your spouse's health? Right. And then Lord forbid he starts feeling resentful and then he goes and cheats. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she's looking like, hold on. Now you didn't help me. And then you blame me for why I didn't want to be with you. And then you have the nerve to now go out and find someone else. Yep. Yep. It's a cycle. It's it a terrible it cycle that's happening in these marriages because people will not stop and consider what else can I do to serve my spouse? Right. And I, I need to be in a, in a spirit of service, a mind of service consistently. Because when you serve your spouse, then they will serve you back. You hey, reap mm-hmm, what you sow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You reap what you sow. Yep. And Lord forbid you have one spouse that's serving, 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 and the other is not. It is right. going to build resentfulness, mm-hmm. unforgiveness. And even when, sadly, sometimes when couples come in at the brink of divorce from marriage, um, they, they are coming in for marriage counseling and the wife is fed up yeah. or the husband is fed up. And the other one is saying, oh, I get it now. I've been trying to change now. They're not paying attention. I I get it. And I've been trying. But you waited 10 years. They are resentful. And it's going to take some time before they are able to trust you again and believe that you love them and are on their side because they watch you ignore their needs for so long. Right. So we even have to allow a period of grace for that spouse to forgive you because a lot of people get angry and say i don't know why they're still mad i understood what i did wrong and now i'm trying okay it takes time yeah and it a lot of it and i mean i'm gonna call it like it is a lot of it is from a selfish mentality right you know um and whether it's intentional or not being selfish you're not considering the other person's um emotional state right you're not considering the other person other person's needs and so it's easy for us to say hey i want my needs met right and i want you know um i want things a certain way to appease me mm-hmm. but when you're in that mindset of serving that selfishness goes out of the window right because you know? god said it he said esteem others higher than yourself mm-hmm. and a lot of times we're esteeming ourselves we get into marriages still thinking what am i gonna get out, out of this of yep instead yep. of God, you 
connected me with this person. So I do believe this is going to be good for my life. But Lord, please show me how I can enhance their life. Yeah. How that marrying me truly is a good thing. As we talked about some episodes ago, I was speaking to the women and I told them being married should save your life in mm -hmm. some particular way. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. In some particular way, you should feel like you've been saved. Right, right. <laughs> you've been saved. Not, so, not, not given a, a death sentence. Not, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying I got into a life where I don't even feel saved. I right. feel like servitude was put on me and nothing good came out of it. Yeah. Like I'm not feeling the benefit because when both people are feeling loved and respected, nobody's complaining about serving their spouse. Right. When I feel like I'm also receiving equal servitude and equal love, I don't mind giving it back. It's when people feel like it's, it's very unequal, it's mm -hmm. very lopsided, do they begin to feel resentful. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to take a look at ourselves and say, if my spouse is complaining about the same thing, it must be valid. I must take it into account and say, okay, what are you saying when you say that? Because I don't see it, but tell me what's going on. And we have to be able to tell our spouses things without being so angry. We mm -hmm. must give them grace to say, you probably don't know this or understand that I'm feeling this way, but sweetheart, I'm feeling unloved when you don't help me. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling like you're not my partner. I'm feeling like you're not my friend. And I don't believe that you would have married me to mistreat me, I don't believe that. And I think where a lot of people miss the, miss the mark on that is saying that in a calm right. manner where someone can receive it. A lot of times when you're, when you're upset, you're mad, that's how it comes across. Right. And so now it's just, okay, you're gonna put me in, in defense mode, so now we're gonna just have a flat out argument, mm -hmm. you know, um, versus us having a, a, a productive conversation and you're telling me and I'm listening, I'm like, okay, you barking at me, you fussing, so let's fight. Right. You know, um, but a lot of times too, you have to, to look at how, where did it come from? Where did it start? You know, how are the train? And, and I think training, and I think that's why it's so important to know the background, right. to understand, you know, each other's backgrounds. Um, because I know even you and I, you know, um, early on in our marriage, we brought in our parents subconsciously, but we brought yeah. them in through our actions towards right. and, and you know, you call me out, I called you out and I'm like, you know, you acting like your mom and you're like, yep, you, when you do this, you act like your mom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and don't say that because those were not good words. You don't need to tell a person right, that um, right. you need to leave out the, all that it, personal but stuff. It's, but it's the truth. And it's something that needs to be discussed as, as couples right. you know, within your marriage. So you don't continue that cycle. Right. And, and, and even those conversations about, what do you expect from a husband? Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. do you expect from a wife? What yeah. did you see so that I understand what I'm being measured yep. by? I yep. understand to what degree are you judging me because I may not know that's what you saw in a husband and you expecting that, or I may not know that's what you saw in a wife and you're expecting yeah. that. We have to be able to ask our spouse, but because it, it feels terrible to feel like you're missing the mark. Yeah. When you have your spouse complaining or looking unhappy with you and you're like, why are you looking so salty all the time and so aggravated with me <laughs> all the time? What am I doing to you? I'm just right. living my best life and you're aggravated all the time. No, we're not going to have sex if you're always looking like you agitated with mm -hmm. me, like you got a sour mm -hmm. look on your face. Mm -hmm. And for spouses who don't know how to communicate, they're just walking around with an attitude all the time and not communicating those things. Yep. And then on top of that, some of them are saying, well, you should just know. 
you should know better. Why I got to tell you, no, your spouse doesn't know better. Right. Because they weren't raised like that. Right. Nobody that made part. them do all that. Mm -hmm. They haven't been doing that in their whole life. They mm -hmm. never did dishes. Mm -hmm. So when you say they know dishes got to be done, they do know and somebody did them. Right. So you may have to remind them, hey, babe, I need help with the dishes because, you know, your, your, your mother's not doing them. It's me. And do you need me to do dishes for the rest of my life, sweetheart? I don't, I don't, I don't want to sign up for that. You all have to talk to each other because whatever works in your household is what works in your household. You may have traditional domestic roles. There are some women that do not mind saying, I'll do all the cooking, I'll do all the cleaning, and I'm not working. Yeah. And then there are some women that say, mm, no, I'm going to work too. I'll help you with provision, um, but I need your help in the household. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. all get to decide that as yeah. a couple. There's nobody in the culture that gets to decide that. It's not written in the Bible that women need to do dishes and laundry. There was no such thing in the Garden of Eden anyway. So right. anybody want to find that and pretend that that's a woman's role, uh, find it in the Bible. Send it to me. Email it to me because it's not. So... It actually said men supposed to work. So if anybody washing dishes first, uh, it would be the men. But um, we are the helpmate. I will rinse and you wash. I will put up and you dry. We are the help. But men are supposed to do everything. And we are to help them and assist. So when men give up all the work to the women, I just don't think it's biblical. But I'm going to leave that to myself and my own interpretation. But... Uh -huh partnership <laughs> i got y'all ladies i got y'all ladies they don't know what work mean they think that's at the job it's at the house too the lord said a man must work um so that's everywhere and we help them but i want my men to understand that your wives do love you they want this intimacy they want this romance i hear them talking about it all the time in therapy but what they're saying is I, he's not listening to me when mm -hmm. I tell him what I need. He's ignoring me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why he's ignoring me. And women, some of the men said they're ignoring you because of how you said it, how you presented it, the attitude, the aggravation. And you may say, well, I used to say it nice. And then he kept ignoring me. So I started yelling it and I started getting resentful. Okay, everybody go to your corners and come back out. <laughs> yeah. And we need to all mature and get to the point of saying we did not know how to communicate we just didn't as a couple let's start again come to the table as adults and say how do we move forward right yeah what's the solution today how do we get our marriage moving in a productive forward way so that we can make it to the bedroom at night and get this affection and it's not just about the bedroom it is about that when i see you i do not mind hugging and kissing on you when i see you right. i do not mind you laying your lap your head in my lap i don't mind rubbing your back because i adore you mm -hmm. you are my teddy bear you are my sweetheart um when you're loving your spouse those things come naturally yeah. you don't mind touching on them you yeah. don't mind sitting next to them you, you know we sit in the same seat in the same recliner and it's about eight of them in our house it's about <laughs> eight places to sit but we sit right up next yeah. to each other. Yep. Like, and if one of us sit on another seat, we're like, what you doing? Why would you sit all the way over right. there? Right. But that's because we created this space of peace in the home mm -hmm. where we fight the world, but we don't fight each other. Mm -hmm. When we walk through those doors, everybody here gets to have peace. Yep. Everybody. Yep. Yeah. And that took time. That took it did. time. It did. And it does take time. Yeah. Time, understanding, and, and just to get on the same page. So. Right. Yeah. So we pray that you all have gained something for this conversation tonight. 
um, because God wants the affection between you. He created all the parts of your body and want all of them touched by your spouse. He wants the fun in the marriage. He wants the love. He wants you all to enjoy that relationship. It was designed by God. He wanted men and women to get along and to get along well. So I pray you got something out of this relationship and that you all are applying it to your marriages and those of you who are not married make sure you have those good conversations so that you keep the love alive all right this has been tara and jason with god in therapy y'all have a great evening take care